Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a wonderful show planned for you. We're going to be continuing our discussion on healthy living and we're going to be talking about healthy living for kids. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. That's 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. And tonight we're going to be opening the phone lines for questions and thoughts you might have. And that's 325-597-2119. We also have a 1-800 number that you can call as well, 1-800-526-9698. So we'll be reminding you of those numbers tonight in case you want to just call and make a comment or uh, share some wisdom. Maybe you have a question. And I'm happy to hear and share from all of our listeners and thoughts and stories and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and to feel the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me, and I love to say... I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. We'll be right back. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that are helping support the mission of the Haven. Cattlemen's, Central Texas Farm Credit, Cortez Welding and Fencing, Covia Sand, and West Central Wireless. The mission of the Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, and Menard counties. By providing services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. Call the Haven. Good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. You know that healthy habits such as eating well, exercising, and avoiding harmful substances make sense. But did you ever stop to think about why you practice them? A healthy habit is any behavior that benefits your physical, mental, and emotional health. These habits improve your overall well-being and make you feel good. Healthy habits are hard to develop and often require changing your mindset. But if you're willing to make sacrifices to better your health, the impact can be far-reaching regardless of your age, sex, or physical ability. Part of your responsibility as a parent is to teach your children how to lead healthy lives. The best time to start teaching these lessons is when they're young. This helps them avoid making unhealthy choices and developing lifelong bad habits. It's important that parents set a good example. Telling your kids what to do won't always work. They need to see you choosing healthy habits, too. 
Children in the United States weigh more than they used to. They may eat too much food that is high in fat and sugar. They spend less time being physically active. And children who struggle with weight have an increased risk of future health problems such as diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease, and cancer. There are some things that you can do as a parent to help. Pay attention to the kinds of foods you buy. Limit the amount of junk foods your kids eat and keep a mix of fresh fruits and vegetables available. These make for healthy snacks and meal sides. Be aware that low-fat foods may contain unhealthy items and they can also include added sugar. Serve a variety of healthy foods and use proper portion sizes. Read the nutrition facts on the label to find one serving size. Eat meals and snacks together as a family and eat at the table and not in front of the television or your devices. Give your children plenty of water and milk to drink. Put a limit on sweetening and regular calorie drinks. These include fruit juices, soft drinks, sports drinks, energy drinks, sweetened or flavored milk, and, of course, sweet tea. Monitor your children's activities. They should spend no more than two hours per day watching television, using the computer, or playing video games. Promote physical activity instead. Make physical activity part of your family's routine. Take a walk and visit the community pool or go on a bike ride. Encourage your kids to try group activities such as team sports or martial arts. These can help a child's growth and self-esteem. Find other aerobic activities to add to your children's day as well. Also teach your children healthy oral habits. This includes brushing their teeth twice per day and flossing once per day. Take them to the dentist for regular cleanings every six months. Teaching kids to be healthy is not the easiest job as a parent. It takes sacrifice and commitment for a parent to model healthy living. Kids do what they see and live what they know. Make a change in your life today and make the impact on your kids to ensure they will want to live a healthy, happy life. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more at Home with Debbie Rule, where we talk about home, family, and relationships. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Have you been trying to get healthy and just can't seem to accomplish your goals? Maybe you've been wanting to lose those extra unwanted pounds or learn better eating habits. Healthy living is a challenge and not only about your weight, it's about a healthy body from head to toe. Megan Birchwall is a certified health coach that will help you achieve healthy living habits. Find success in reaching your weight goals while learning how to maintain your ideal weight and have a healthy mind and spirit by giving Megan a call at 325-347-7606. Megan is the expert that will coach you into a healthy lifestyle. Living a healthier lifestyle is different for everyone, so let Megan help you with a personal plan created for you to be successful in living healthy. Living healthy and feeling better about yourself will give you a better self-esteem and a healthier body, mind, and spirit. Find out more about Megan on Facebook at Megan Burchwell. Be the best that you can be and shine bright with Megan Burchwell, Certified Health Coach. Good evening and welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we are talking about healthy living, healthy living with our kids. 
Healthy kids can be a challenge. It's hard enough trying to be healthy as adults, but kids that want to eat all that junk food, well, I like junk food too, but you get my point. Most kids frown upon vegetables unless we as parents introduce them. We're talking tonight about healthy living for kids. There's a lot more than just diet when it comes to kids as well as adults trying to live healthy. And joining me tonight on the show is none other than my amazing, let me say that again, my amazing husband, Rudy Rule. I tried not to let anybody know that. Now everybody knows. Now everybody knows how amazing you are. Hi, Debbie. How are you tonight? I'm doing fantastic tonight. How are you doing? Doing great. Good. Are you ready to do a great show? Ready to share some uh, insight on how to live healthy and how to have healthy kids. And, um, you know, it's not easy. And we as parents feel like failures because our budget has a lot to do with it as well. You know, it's hard to uh, be able to eat healthy. When you don't have a lot to well, it is, do with. It, I mean, it's cost it, prohibitive, it, yes. Yeah. And, you know, the, instead of calling it fast food, maybe we ought to call it easy food. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy just to grab something. Yeah. When you're hungry, you're like, I don't want to go in there and cook. And before you cook, you have to shop. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's advertisements on TV of how much food is thrown away. We buy it, throw it in the refrigerator, and, you know, I'm just too tired to cook. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of great ideas out there, but they all involve work. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you know, effort. we as parents, we have good intentions. Yeah. I mean, I have good intentions to provide healthy food for my kids and for now my grandkids and for our family. But, you know, like you said, it takes planning. It takes preparation. But, but you can do that. You can plan and prepare. You can, you know, we've talked about this on numerous shows Uh, It seems like a theme when it comes to doing anything that you need to do that's purposeful, takes planning and preparing. And so it's the same way with eating healthy. You've got to make it purposeful in your life. You've got to say, okay, I'm going to make a point to do it. And it takes sacrifice and it also takes um, self-discipline, you know, upon ourselves and with our kids. And it takes telling our kids no you know it's much easier to say hey just go grab that bag of chips instead of me going in the refrigerator and you know slicing up some vegetables or some fruit because that takes time again and I might be busy or I'm talking in general you might be busy and so it's just much easier to just grab the things that are not healthy for us and kids are always hungry. It just makes you crazy. They're always hungry Didn't and you they're just eat and they want junk food i mean you know they they see all the commercials and they go to school with the other kids you know you know little tommy's got chips in his lunchbox and he's got cookies and pudding and you know why do i have fruit and celery sticks you know we we (laughs) they're gonna battle that (laughs) we complain about the content of television programming but to make it even worse the commercials are all about food yeah good grief yeah, it's hard as adults to even sit down and watch something. And, you know, every commercial is about something. You're like, I need to run to the kitchen and get a snack. No, you don't. You just ate. But it's just, it's a psychological thing, and they know it. That's mm-hmm. why they advertise. But, um, you know, people that make the effort really aggravate the rest of us. Because yeah. they feel good, and, you know, they say, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And you just want to hit people like that. No, I can't do it. A guy recently shared with me that three years ago he lost 40 pounds. He said, my knees feel better. He said, I feel better all over. He said, I've kept it off. 
And I'm just like, you know, I, was, I did not receive that well. I'll just put it that way. But wouldn't it be great? It's great mm-hmm. to be healthy and yes. you feel a lot better, especially as you get older, your mm-hmm. knees, your ankles, your joints. And so the great thing, I, uh, one of the great things about us having our grandsons, four and two and a half, is they're going to get pawpaw active. <laughs> Papa's going to get soccer shoes and a soccer ball, and we're going to go out and kick the ball around. Yeah. Until I pass out. Wouldn't that be terrible? Papa's laying on the ground. <laughs> get up, Papa. <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> well, you know, um, it, everything has to start somewhere and then go from that point. And it's the same thing with healthy living. You've got to plan and prepare. And if you, you're setting yourself up for failure, if you think that you can make changes overnight, you've got to educate yourself. You've got to make a plan. You've got to do it a little at a time. If you've been destructive in your living habits, then you need to write some of the things down that you would like to change and model that behavior for your kids. And, um, you know, they are going to do what they see and they may fight you. You put something on the table and they may say, I don't want to eat that because they don't like the way it looks or, you know, and sometimes once they've gotten a little older, they've gotten an acquired taste now and it's a little harder to to introduce those vegetables, but you can, you can be creative and you can say, you know, and the rule in our house was if they tried a bite and they didn't like it, that was fine, but they were going to try a bite of it to see if they liked it. And it's the same with um, the grandkids when they eat over at the house, you know, try a bite. And if you don't like it, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to force you to eat it, but you're going to try it. And so many times they say, oh, this isn't so bad. You know, this is good. So uh, it takes you as a parent allowing your children to um, make choices. But sometimes you've got to say, okay, just try it. Well, I have seen those battles go on around our dining room table for Mm -hmm. 30 years now. Mm -hmm. You're trying to get children and grandchildren to try something. And what uh, parents need to understand is whenever producers create products for human consumption, they have a measure called mouthfeel. And if it feels weird in their mouth, they're not going to mm-hmm. eat it no matter what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kids put something in their mouth and they start gagging on it. And you're like, are you faking it? No, they're not. It's <laughs> it, it, it triggers their gag reflex. I mean, and just because you like you, it doesn't mean they will. Are you from experience? And, and your taste change, somebody told me, and this this is really something to think about. Your taste change every seven years. Yeah, I've heard that. And you look at something that you eat now that you wouldn't eat at one point in your life. You wouldn't eat that, but now you like it. How'd that happen? Well, your taste change every seven years. So you don't get rid of anything that you liked before. You just start liking everything. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> okay, back to kids. Um, I heard one lady know. say, every time I hear that four-letter word diet, I wash my mouth out with chocolate. Uh-huh. I heard that. Well, <laughs> that might be a good idea. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it takes, as we said, it takes planning, preparing. It takes being uh, creative and leading your kids Uh, and preparing meals that are going to be healthy. Not everything has to be, um, you know, so strict. I mean, I think, you know, kids can have a few snacks, but you definitely do want to give them healthy snacks. You want to minimize the sugar. And one of my big things is um, the high fructose syrup that's in a lot of things. And I start paying attention to... um, 
the labels because a lot of times, you know, that is really, especially in kids, that's the thing that really jacks them up. I mean, I've I've seen that, and you'll see we a have. lot of... We I, I attest I mean, to I've that as it. well. I can back you up on and that. And it's just, it's the worst thing. It's one of the things that um, is caught, you know, linked to uh, diabetes and things like that. So you don't, you know, you need to watch that. Adults need to watch that with kids especially, though. And I remember it was so uh, funny because we were talking when family was around and I think it was my brother that was in town and we were talking and he said, you know, when you get to be grandparents, sugar matters. Well, he said, when you're talking <laughs> about grandkids, oh, sugar yeah. matters. Sugar matters. That's right. Absolutely and I'm thinking, it does. Yes. Because, you know, when you were younger, you're giving them whatever. And when you have them at your house, you know, you could tell. <laughs> and then he continued to say that he took a road trip with them. And when he got them out of the car, that their feet prints were all over the back of the seat. I mean, and just, you know, everywhere. And so anyway, they're, um, they're fun little guys to have around, but you do want to watch their diet and limit the sugar. Well, our diet has changed uh, radically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the diet that I grew up with in the 60s mm-hmm. is nothing like the average diet today. Right. And you made a very good point earlier. Children need uh, to see their parents and grandparents eating healthy, mm-hmm. and they'll eat healthy. Mm-hmm. You see these TV shows and movies where the parents are hiding the cookies and hiding the chips because the kids will eat them all. And they put the kids to bed and they go to their stash and get their cookies out. And that's a true story. And, you know, if you uh, if you buy into it, if you get yourself motivated to follow this regimen, this program of healthy eating, you know it's good for you and you know it's good for your kids. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do. I mean, you know, when we lose a half a pound, we say, hey, do I look slimmer? It takes a while for it to take effect. Mm -hmm. And you want it, you know, if you spend one day following a good diet plan and being hungry, and I I don't think you can lose weight unless you're hungry. All these ads on TV that say, never be hungry, baloney. Well, you, it's, it's better for you to eat you know, fewer things throughout the day. And the, and kids need snacks. I mean, they need to eat snacks. Oh, I wasn't talking about so. kids. I'm talking, I'm talking we're talking about, about me. kids. We're talking about kids tonight. I can't lose weight <laughs> if I don't. We're talking about kids yes, tonight. That's okay. Right. I was so, talking to parents out there. Yeah. Well, parents are going to agree with you that it's hard to lose weight. One of the reasons why is uh, this biggie, overprocessed foods and fast food. And we talked about that. You know, having that too much of that in our diet that's what causes a lot of problems. Now, it doesn't mean that you're never going to go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal. That's not what we're saying. And what we're saying is you need to put health into your lifestyle. It needs to be the majority of the way you eat. And I know it's harder when you're traveling. People are vacationing now. It's the summer, last-minute trips before school starts. And they're, you know, they're not going to pack the veggies. They are going to stop and eat fast food, and they're going to do things like that. But when that's your whole lifestyle and that's all that you live on, then it does create problems. Well, but the alternative is cook every night. And that that's a lot to ask in today's society. Mm-hmm. People just don't do that. You can. You can learn how. You know, one idea. I watch these cooking shows, and there's a guy on there that says, you know, I love... Uh, the weekends, I take all of the leftovers out of the refrigerator, and I make a frittata. And that's our breakfast, or that's our su- Saturday morning brunch, and the family love it. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, that's a great way to do leftovers. You can cook two big meals a week on alternate nights and have leftovers two nights a week. That takes care of four nights of the week. Mm -hmm. And you can vary your menu. I mean, there's easier ways to do this than trying to put a whole meal together every night. You know, there's meal services now that send them right to your door and give you directions on how to put it together. And they say you can do it in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So there's ways to help be healthier. And healthy has so many benefits. Uh, You have calmer children. They have less problems in school. They have less problems with uh, attention, paying attention and uh, acting appropriately. And so if you can get the children to buy in to your diet regimen, to your menu, then you've got the battle halfway won. Mm-hmm. Um, being healthy, healthy eating with your kids uh, gives your kids benefits such as um, it stabilizes their energy, it improves their minds, uh, even their moods, it helps them maintain a healthy weight. And it helps prevent mental health conditions like depression, anxiety, ADHD. All of these things are problems that we deal with in our society and in families today. And you can help control these things and make these things better by your diet. And a lot of people say, well, that's not true. But you can. It does. It's proven um, that having a healthy diet will keep your kids healthy overall, not just in weight. Uh, so, you know, starting out with a healthy breakfast in the morning is really important. We've got school starting here soon and moms are getting kids off to school and getting off to work and, you know, maybe they're single parents and, you know, it's just difficult and you're just like, oh, you know, to go in there and just make a big breakfast every morning. I just don't have time for that. But, you know, you can prepare things ahead of time. You can set things out the night before. You can have a plan for the week and write it on a calendar and let the kids get involved with that. You know, Monday, what do y'all want for breakfast? Okay, you know, we're going to have hard-boiled egg and we're going to have some, you know, whole grain toast or something like that. It's already prepared. You can do the eggs early and put the toast in the toaster and sit down at the table and have breakfast. Fruit doesn't take much to I prepare that if they want to eat that. It's just cleaning it up and making it um, available for them, putting it in tight sealed containers so that it will stay fresh. And you can prepare all of these things the evening before, especially if they're going to school the next day and you want to have those things ready for their lunch. You know, preparing things the night before, you're not as busy. You just grab it out of the refrigerator and you're ready to go. So making a menu doing your shopping, all of that's part of healthy, you know, living for you and your kids. But then you've got to do something with it, like you said, not to let it go bad in your refrigerator, but actually make your menu and and do it. So um, a healthy breakfast is really important. Starting off your day with a healthy, healthy breakfast is just so important for kids. You know, kids are going to school. They need that brain power. They need to be awake when they get there. They need to be able to focus. Teachers need for them to be able to focus. So eating healthy before they go to school is really starting their day and determining whether or not they're going to be successful, really successful. And Debbie, there's so many side benefits to that as well. Uh, 
our grandsons have little stools that they bring into the kitchen and they help us prepare meals. Mm -hmm. That's family time together. Mm -hmm. That's them helping, them being a part of everything we're doing. And so you're having that interaction. You're having good family time. Mm -hmm. You're preparing healthy meals. You've got them eating strawberries and bananas and just really good fresh fruit, and they love that. They love helping prepare it. They love being in the kitchen. You know, mm-hmm. it gets <laughs> sometimes, sometimes a I mean, congested in there. Yeah, yeah. but it, yeah. it's a good family time, and, yeah. you know, it keeps us off the couch. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get easy food, you're on the couch, but when you have to be in the kitchen mm-hmm. preparing it, you're moving around, you're doing something, you're standing, not sitting. And there's just a lot of benefits there that you might not even think of. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing you want to consider in having a healthy breakfast, this is even for adults, but uh, especially for kids, is you want to include uh, some protein. It's good for them. That'll keep them fuller longer. And I know for our kids and probably a lot of kids that are attending school, they go to school at all different, they go to lunch at all different times. You know, some are already starting at 1030, 1045, 11 o'clock. They're going to lunch. So they've had breakfast, you know, at 7 o'clock in the morning, and then they're ready for lunch. And so in preparing their lunch, take that into consideration because they're not going to eat again until they get home from school at 3.30 or 4. And that sometimes is a long period of time between the time that they've eaten lunch, if they have an early lunch, and the time that they come home from school. So in preparing their lunches, Take that in consideration. My child has an early lunch. I need to be sure that I put things in there that are going to sustain them, to keep them you know, going, have a healthy snack ready for them when they get home so that they can eat. They can you know, take a break, not have to focus on homework just yet, but take 30 minutes to have a snack and discuss what, how their day was. Um, but just a little downtime there with a little small snack before dinner time. But remember that they need... Uh, to have a well-balanced meal. And so uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about what that looks like in the second half. But, you know, um, in part of starting your breakfast as school is starting, getting up and having breakfast in the morning, maybe as a family or at least kind of getting together with that. I know it's hard. Everybody's trying to get ready. But kids thrive on routine. You know, they they really enjoy knowing that, you know, we're going to get up, we're going to you know, get dressed, we're going to wash our face, we're going to prepare, get ready, we're going to have breakfast, and we're going to go brush our teeth and get ready to go. And, you know, they thrive on routine. They love when they have routine and they know what's going to happen. Kids want to know what's going to happen. And that's that's part of them feeling secure. So routine is really key in um, maintaining a healthy lifestyle with your kids, and especially when it comes to eating. Um, talk with your kids and show an interest in their life. Um, you know, this is part of their mental stability and monitor their eating habits. Um, I think you need to be really careful. There are, you know, teenagers in school now that can buy different things than just going through the lunch line. And, you know, when you and I were in school, there was one lunch provided and that was it. But now they have, you know, snack bars and all kinds of different things that they can buy and purchase. And it's not always nutritious. If you're too strict at home without teaching them and leading them and guiding them and being a role model, they're going to overdo it somewhere else when you're not around. And that's going to cause more problems. So, you know, being open, talking about it, making it a lifestyle, encouraging them, teaching them, 
you know, this will keep them from rebelling instead of just saying, well, you know, you're going to eat your vegetables and you're not going to get chips and I'm not going to give you money for that. And making it hard on them makes them want to rebel. Otherwise, you know, you've got a child that's learning and being taught and they want then to eat that way. They're used to that. And I've known kids that when they go to school, they overeat all the wrong things because they're not allowed to have it at home. And so we got to we got to know what our kids are doing when they're not in our presence and be aware of that. So in the second half, we're going to come back and we're going to talk more specifically about uh, things that are that we can do to provide healthy lifestyle for our kids, including packing those school lunches and those breakfasts in the morning and just other things that we can do to make them feel safe, secure, stable and healthy at home. Stay tuned. We've got more to come in the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we talk about home, family, and relationships. Do you have a wedding or a special event coming up? Esme's Cakes provides custom-designed wedding and groom's cakes, as well as special occasion cakes. Their custom cakes are exquisite down to every detail, and your guest will be talking about your cake long after your event is over. Esme's Cakes only uses the finest ingredients and is always baked fresh. Esme's Cakes are made from scratch and decorated to be a reflection of you and your style. So when every detail matters, call Esme's Cakes for your wedding cake or special occasion cake. You'll get superb service, a beautiful cake that not only looks great, but tastes amazing. For your appointment, call Esme's Cakes at 512-629-6416 or visit their Facebook page at Esme's Cakes. Make your wedding or special event unforgettable with a special cake by Esme's Cakes, the unforgettable cake of your lifetime. Welcome back to the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we're talking about healthy living, healthy living with our kids, what we can do to be good role models and model healthy living with our children so that they can be successful as they grow and mature into adulthood. Um, You know, we were talking about school starting and school lunches and uh, things that we can do to help prepare a healthy meal for them and One thing that uh, we want to encourage you to do as parents is embrace whole grains and pack plenty of produce for your kids. We talked in the first half about preparing those things the night before, putting them in uh, containers that are tight sealed so that you can just maybe put it in their uh, preferred lunchbox and send it on their way. You know, packing healthier lunches for them is going to help them be more successful at school because you're not going to be giving them a whole lot of sugar. They're going to be on a sugar high, and then they're going to crash, and they're not going to be able to focus. So school lunch is important. It's important. 
Well, and breakfast is important as well. Mm -hmm. You know, some parents start the morning off with their kids with donuts or really high sugar Mm -hmm. uh, breakfast items, and it does. It wires the kid up and makes them, when they have the crash later, it makes them grouchy and hard to get along with. And if Mm -hmm. you're in school when that happens, then you, that's not a good, good, uh, good thing in front of the teacher. So once again, those are easy foods, easy things to do. And I know we're all overworked and underpaid and it's uh, hard out there and anything that makes our life easier, we're interested in. And if the kids want it, you know, it's easier to give them what they want Mm -hmm. than it is to say, no, that's not good for you. And, you know, taking that a little bit further, trying to have a logical conversation with a six, seven, eight-year-old that wants Mm -hmm. something sugary and sweet, probably not going to win that one. Mm -hmm. Can you redirect them? And the nice thing about uh, society today, children get active early. I think soccer starts at five years old. Mm Soccer is a great way to run, 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 burn off energy. You can practice soccer any time of the day or night. Outside, you can get out there and kick the ball. Um, Soccer athletes are some of the best conditioned athletes in the world. And, you know, the women's team just won won the world championship and so the young girls out there have role models, mm-hmm. and you can talk to them about what these athletes eat and how they eat right, and yes. they eat smart, and they think about what they're putting in their body, and they take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of redirecting them off of what mom might say or dad might say to, hey, here's somebody you can look up to, and how do they do it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they need to have at least 60 minutes of physical activity every day. And I know that that's, you're thinking, well, that's not much, but it, what we're talking about is focused activity. (laughs) You know, I don't have 60 minutes of activity every day. Well, kids are running around. I mean, they're, you know, going, uh, you know, a hundred and nothing, but they're, but they need physical activity. If your child is sitting in front of the computer or sitting in front of video games or, you know, laying around reading a book or, you know, doing things that where they're not physically active, we need to change that. We need to get them, you know, when when we were little, Rudy, the only thing that there was to do was to go outside and throw the baseball or throw it, you ride your bike. You know, you did things like that. There wasn't a whole lot on TV. And when there was, it was just short programs that you was family uh, oriented that you watched. And then that was it. You were outside playing. And right. today our uh, kids have so many other things that they focus on that they have to do. And it doesn't always involve having physical activity. It does um, a lot of strain, especially uh, the technical devices that they're on, iPads, phones, and computers. It's a lot of strain on their eyes. You know, eyesight's going bad at an earlier age now because of the focus that they're using on those devices rather than getting out and away from them. And even as adults, you know, we need to do that as well. But kids need to have that activity, and they need to have um, activities that strengthen their muscles and their bones, you know, throughout the week. They get physical education at school, and that's all great. But wouldn't it be nice if families could do that together? You know, one uh, talking about uh, strengthening your bones and your muscles. I love that they have weightlifting in high school for boys and girls. That's a great activity. 
anybody can participate in that, and they've got different weight classes, so it really levels the playing field. Soccer, again, back to that. You know, anybody can get out and kick a soccer ball, and you can get good at kicking a soccer ball. And so there's just ways to get active. There's ways to get out there and have fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, have a competition with a friend who can kick it into the goal, who can kick it the farthest. Mm -hmm. Let's let's go down the field kicking it to each other, learning how to pass. You don't have to have a whole team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get out there with a soccer ball and do it yourself. Well, I know it's hard. Parents have been working all day. They're tired. When they get home, they've got to prepare meals, and they've got to do a lot of you know, other things. But if you'll just take 30 minutes out of your schedule to go outside and do something physical with your kids, uh, they'll be uh, happier when they come in. They'll be more prepared <clears throat> to eat. They'll be ready to eat. They'll be you know, have built up a little bit of an appetite. Uh, and so it's really just good overall for everyone. And maybe you can, you know, trade off. If you're a single parent, uh, maybe you've got another single parent that says, hey, I'm going to take them to the park for 30 minutes and you prepare a meal and maybe, you you know, sharing the meals that night or something. You can get creative with all kinds of things that you can do to help one another out and to make sure that your kids are getting the activity that they need, that you're getting that activity and that we're not burning ourselves out. And um, and kids can be a part of that, too. They can yes. get excited about that. Yeah. There are 30-minute meals. There's crock-pot meals, mm-hmm. meals in one pan, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so, it, But it does take effort. Mm-hmm. And when you compare that to easy food, boy, the easy food wins a lot of the time. So since we're talking about food, let me introduce, uh, let me share this with you. Uh, having your kids help shop for groceries and choose foods they eat and teaching them how to read labels. And, you know, teaching them, I even tell that to our uh, little grandsons and I have with our kids, too. When we go to the grocery store, we want this. You know, well, no, because this has too much sugar in it. Let's get this one instead. Okay. You know, they're learning. They may not know exactly what I'm saying. They may not be able to read the label, but they're learning and they're remembering. And so involve your kids as much as you can. I think something that we've come away from is planting gardens. You know, what a wonderful thing you can do with your children. If you have a little place in the backyard, even pots, you can put tomato plants in pots and peppers and different things. But if you have a place where your child can uh, work with you and plant a garden, and I thought you had a wonderful idea. We were talking one night and you said, you know, planting a garden and then having the kids go down to the um Farmers Farmers Market market Mm -hmm. and sell the produce and earn their money. And I thought, what a great idea, because kids would love that. Um, So, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can do. And and homegrown food, fruits and vegetables and things are so much better uh, than when we get in the supermarket. So you're teaching your children how to live healthy and how to plant, how to garden, how to... um, you know, do something other than just sit in the house and be on a computer. And working in that garden is good for mom and dad and yeah. kids. Yes. And listen, parents, let me take an aside here. Uh, when we talk to parents about getting uh, involved with their children, uh, we hear a lot of times, well, I tell them to go do this and they won't go do it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Go do it with them. Yep. Go work in the garden with them. Go mow yep. the yard with them. Mm-hmm. Go rake the yard with them. Go... Sweep the garage with them. Go with them. (laughs) And, you know, it's an opportunity to have relationship and to Mm -hmm. talk and to visit and to teach. Kids will go and do it with, but they won't go and do it 
alone. Yeah. You totally lose them, but if you'll go do it with them, you'll be amazed at how yeah. their whole attitude changes. And I am uh, see that even with our kids, it was always, we're going to do it together. And I see that even with uh, my two grandsons as well. They're always saying, you know, we're going to do it together. Let's do it together. They like doing it together. And you're teaching them. Every, every moment that you can take to teach a child, you're investing in their future teaching them, teaching them life skills, teaching them how to live healthy, teaching them right from wrong, teaching them about morals, teaching them about values. I mean, it is a 24-7 day. Parenting is difficult, but one day you're going to look at it and you're going to say, wow, I am reaping my Mm. reward because I see, you, you know, they'll do little things and you'll say, oh, you know, I've been saying that over and over again. They finally got it. Um, but anyway, back to uh, healthier foods and uh, some things that we can do. Let me finish Make that sh- point, though, before you go on. There's one of my favorite comedians is a man by the name of Michael Jr. And he had a bit where he was talking about his son. And he was going on and on and on about his how his two-year-old son doesn't know nothing. <laughs> he said, that kid doesn't know nothing. And it's just hilarious, the whole bit. But the point is, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, five, six, they don't know anything. And you can't send them to go work in the garage or work in the garden. You can go with them and teach mm-hmm. them because mm-hmm. they don't know nothing. That's right. Uh, making chips and healthier foods instead of, you know, maybe whole milk, try low-fat milk. Um, 2% or so I think that kids still need to have, this is my personal opinion, that they still need a little. But whole milk does have a lot of sugar in it. Um, instead of soda, try water or uh, sparkling water. You know, you can put the little flavor packets in there that do not have sugar, just just the flavor. Instead of white bread, try whole wheat or whole grain bread. Instead of ice cream, maybe a homemade smoothie that's made with fruits. Uh, instead of butter, try olive oil. Now you can buy butter that's made from olive oil. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can get now that's different. Um, instead of cream-based salad dressings or pasta sauce, maybe oil-based dressings. Um, instead of potato chips, if you're going to do that, baked chips or nuts is an alternative to that, something that they might enjoy. Limit the sugar. And that does include, you know, some fruits have a lot of sugar in them. So you need to kind of watch that as well. Um, But overall, fruits and vegetables are good for you. And don't ban sweets completely. Uh, Saying your child can't have donuts or cake ever can give them and create cravings. And then, you know, they're going to want a sweet sweet treat. You monitor that. If not, they're going to overindulge. And that's what I was talking about before. They're going to get out of your sight. And they're going to eat all that that they can eat. And it's going to create a problem. And it's going to, you know, as soon as they get out of out from underneath your wings, when they get older, it's like, I'm never going to eat that stuff that I had to eat at home. I am going to eat whatever I want. And then they become overweight because their attitude towards food is wrong and been distorted. Such a good point. Do everything in balance. balance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're really uh, strict with your kids on these things, they're going to find a friend whose mother isn't, Mm -hmm. or they're going to go to their house and they're going to start hiding and sneaking and, Mm -hmm. and being deceptive. And 
So do things in balance. Yeah, and this is about learning. So um, modifying recipes so that they'll still taste good, but maybe less sugar. You know, a lot of things will say no sugar added, but it still has sugar. <laughs> yeah, sugar okay. has no sugar still has added. Sugar. So, so uh, you need to read. Um, avoid sugary drinks. Um and, uh, you know, sodas and diet things, things that have uh, artificial sweeteners in it, not good for kids. Eat more fruit and drink plenty of water. Water, water, water. You know, kids will say, I don't like water. But if they grow up drinking water, they will like water. So that's something that you just need to introduce. And if you, um, they like fruit juice, that's fine. But remember, fruit juice has got a lot of sugar in it. And it's not real healthy for you, but it's okay to have every once in a while and to give them. They enjoy that. You know, some years ago, we decided to start eating healthier, and we started drinking bottled water. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, the kids saw us drinking bottled water, and they started drinking all our bottled water. Mm -hmm. So kids do what they see their parents do. Yep. I mean, we'd go in there for a bottle of water, and it wouldn't be any left. (laughs) Yep. Uh, so keeping fresh fruits on hand and vegetables, we know this is a great time of the year to do that. But what do you do during the winter when you don't have as many uh, options as far as fruit? There's usually oranges and apples and things like that that you can get. And um, fr- uh, vegetables, celery sticks, uh, carrots, cucumbers, zucchini, squash, you know, things like this. But during the summer seasons, when you can really uh, prepare things with fresh food, it makes it really, really nice to be able to add that to your entrees in the evenings or for lunch. Uh, instead of maybe using a lot of carbs, you know, maybe just having a little bit more of, uh, vegetables and then give a fruit for dessert. Um, that's, that's always an option with kids. So uh, use your imagination. And during the wintertime, you know, one thing that I used to do and still do is frozen vegetables are great. You know, they're fresh frozen, and they're a lot better than the canned vegetables. Canned vegetables have a lot of sodium in them. And um, so if you still want the nutrition, the frozen vegetables are much better. And also kids uh, might benefit from taking a daily vitamin. If you're not monitoring their intake as far as food, uh, just to make sure that they're getting the proper nutrition that they need. Uh, Look and see, maybe ask your family doctor, what would be a good daily vitamin for my child to take uh, that would help ensure that they're getting the proper nutrients that they need to have a healthy immune system? You know, they go to school, they're exposed to a lot of things they need. They need to stay well. So um, talk to your physician about that. Maybe they can give you some ideas. So being a role model and starting them young, focusing on the overall diet, doing everything in moderation, uh, and not forcing them to eat. I think this is something, you know, we grew up, our parents always said, you know, there's kids starving in China. Eat everything on your plate. Kids are starving. You know, well, okay. But today, I just, I'm a firm believer in, if they're not eating at all, okay, fine, that's it. You're just going to go to bed hungry. But when you're forcing them to eat when they're not hungry and cleaning their plate, then you're forcing them to eat. You're creating a habit now of cleaning the plate. And they'll grow up doing that even when they're not hungry. So uh, be careful about that. There is a balance in that as well, making them eat when you know that they're just wanting to play and not eat. But if they're full, they're full. When you're full, you're full. 
So remember that about your kids as well. And um, You know, we've also started moving away from processed foods. Uh-huh. You were talking about fresh fruit. The thing about fresh fruit, it's not processed. Yeah. The thing about fresh frozen vegetables, they're not, they don't have nearly as much processing, which involves adding so, uh, salt and, and canning them. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten away from processed foods, and we've gone away from like oleomargarine. Mm-hmm. We've gone away from um, high fructose corn syrup. We mm-hmm. use regular sugar or mm-hmm. honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use butter, good old-fashioned butter. No artificial sweeteners. Uh, so uh, there's some things that, as a society, we've been told over the years, mm-hmm. and what it's done is help peop- help manufacturers prosper, mm-hmm. but it hasn't been good for our health. Right. And going back to, you know, it helps dairy farmers to drink whole milk and eat real butter. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's all produced right here in the good old USA. So mm-hmm. uh, being aware of what you're eating, getting away from processed foods, is a, uh, it's a major effort. Mm-hmm. Because once again, you're talking about easy food versus putting some effort into it. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it holistically, which, in, you know, you take the whole picture, the more effort you put into it, that's mm-hmm. also getting off the couch, getting in the kitchen, having a relationship with the kids, knowing what you're cooking, teaching them how to cook, how mm-hmm. to eat, how to be healthy, being active. It all works together, and the, pro- the, the result is it's better for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, drinking lots of water, eating more fruits and vegetables, um, aim to eat two servings of fruit and five servings of vegetables every day and model this for your kids. And, uh, you know, in the mornings, if you if you just make a smoothie with the with the fruit, um, you know, there's lots of recipes. Google. I mean, the Internet is our friend. You know, you can find all kinds of things on there that's healthy that you can do that's uh, minimal effort that your children would love to have. Uh, switch off the TV screen again. That's what we're saying. Turn off the TV, all the online playing computers and phones and things like that, and um, teaching them to put that aside and to um, let their brain rest. I mean, that's a lot of it, too. Maybe just sitting down and reading a book with your child before they go to bed instead of saying, okay, you can have 30 minutes of TV. Maybe reading a book would be better. You know, once um, again, once, when you're doing something with them, most kids would most, mo, much prefer doing mm-hmm. something with a parent or grandparent than being mm-hmm. plopped down in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. Give me some personal time. Mm-hmm. And just break up those, you know, long periods in between and allowing them to do things. You know, a lot of parents will say, oh, let's just sit down and watch a movie together. I love doing that. I love sitting down and watching a movie together. But, again... If it's taking the place of having physical activity and you don't have any physical activity with your kids, then um, that's going to create a problem with them. So uh, we want to be sure that we have enough of that. And eating fewer snacks and selecting healthier alternatives. Kids do not need to eat continually all day. But what one thing you're going to find out if you're parents and you have kids is that sometimes your kids are really, really hungry and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're sleeping a lot. Sometimes they're minimal. They're growing. They're growing and their body needs that fuel. And so sometimes they're just going to, you're going to feel like, hey, you have just eaten everything today. And then sometimes they sit down 
at the table and they're like, don't want to eat the whole thing. <laughs> you haven't you know? eaten anything today. But it's just, um, you know, going with that flow. And if they're hungry, providing something that is healthy for them to eat. But it's also monitoring when they want to eat continually and times where you have to say, okay, we're going to have dinner. You know, in about an hour, we're going to have a dinner. You already had your snack. Let's go find something to do or come and help me in the kitchen while I'm preparing. Why don't you set the table? You know, things that you can do to get their mind off of, I need to eat some, you know, something right now because they're going to have dinner and then they're going to spoil their appetite. And so you, you, that's you as the parent directing that and encouraging that and providing them with something to do to help and get things ready so that you can sit down and have dinner. And you need to have dinner. Be having dinner at the table a few times a week. This is just really something we've lost with families, and it's so crucial to be able to sit down and talk about your day, about life. And it means so much more to the kids kids than it does to the parents. You're robbing your children of that family time. But, Debbie, the process of eating healthier begins before you go to the grocery store. That's right. You might have to have a family meeting. You know, Mm -hmm. we've talked about those before. Mm -hmm. Hi, kids. We want to talk about going to the grocery store Mm -hmm. and what we're going to buy, and we're going to have healthy food so we can play soccer and be bright and alert and make good grades Mm -hmm. and accomplish our goals. I'm telling you, folks, Children are happier when they're achieving goals, Mm -hmm. and you need to set goals for your children. You need to talk with them about what goals they'd want. Teachers do this all the time, AR, the reading Mm -hmm. program, where they set goals and achieve their goals. And children are happy when they're achieving goals. And so as a family, hey, we're going to eat healthier. We're going to have a a meal around the dining room table at least three nights a week. We're going to do this and that. And, you know, put it on a chart, put it on the refrigerator, talk about it every day, talk about it in the morning, talk about it at night, make it a part of your life. Mm -hmm. But that healthy eating begins before you go to the store, make out your list, agree on what you're going to get, go and get Mm -hmm. that. Because if you've got a, uh, if your cupboard is full of snacks, Mm-hmm. Little cupcakes and little donuts, that's mm-hmm. what you're going to eat. Little that's cupcakes right. and little donuts. That's right. Well, and next week, uh, we're going to continue our healthy living, uh, healthy lifestyles by talking about grocery shopping on a dollar, where you can go buy nutritious foods on a budget, how to do that, and how to be successful so that your families can be healthy and that you can do it without feeling like you're a failure because you don't have very much money to do it. So we're going to help you with that next week, and we're going to give you some ideas of how you can save money and do that. Um, And so we want to invite you to be with us next week at 6 o'clock as we continue our series on healthy living right here on At Home with Debbie Rule, where we talk about home, family, and relationships, trying to make things better for you at home, give you some insights and some Um, tips on how to make things better. All right. And so next week, healthy living. Be with us next week. We're going to be talking about going grocery shopping, budgeting, eating healthy on a dollar. All those fun things. All those fun things. We want to be sure and do that. Well, thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evenings with you, sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll see you next week at 6 p.m. right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week. 
Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Candy Hill 95.3 FM and CandyHillRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Music.